Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello Manchester United fans, welcome to this post-match episode of the Manchester Red Podcast with me, Sam Hutchison. Today we're going to be listening to Eric Ten Hag's entire press conference, we're going to get a review from one of our writers at the game and we're going to go through the starting 11s right now. This is being recorded before kickoff. United, Onana, Dallow, Lindelof and Evans makes his first start since 2015 in a Man United shirt. Sergio Reguilon keeps his place at left-back. Casemiro, McTominay, Hannibal and Fernandez makes up a versatile midfield and Hoyland and Rashford start in attack. Them two will definitely be in attack. It might be Fernandez on the right wing. We have seen Ten Hag do that before. It might be a box midfield or a diamond midfield. We just, we're going to have to wait and see. I am happy to see Hannibal in the side. I think that is really positive, especially given the midfield woes that Eric Ten Hag's had to contend with in recent weeks. The bench is Bayendir Varane, who makes his return to the squad. Amrabat, Eriksen, Dan Gore. Fecundo Palistri loses his place after his performance in the Champions League, which I feel he is a little bit unlucky. I'd like to see him keep his place on the right and then a midfield of Casemiro, Hannibal and Bruno Fernandes, maybe. But I don't think it's the worst thing in the world. He is still on the squad. in the squad. Van der Beek does make his return to the squad, which is an anomaly. And Garnacho and Martial round off that bench. The Burnley team is James Trafford in net, Taylor, Bayer, Goodmanson, Brownhill, Roberts, Ramsey, Cullen, Amdouni, Alderkeel and Koleosho. The players you've got to be looking out for there, Koleosho has looked pretty exciting on the wing. But Manchester United fans, I will return after the game with a couple of comments. We'll listen to Eric Ten Hag's entire press conference, like I say, and we're going to be listening to our writer's review from Inside Turf Moor. So, Manchester United fans, I'll be back with you in just a second. So, Manchester United fans, the game has now finished. A 1-0 win. Well fought for. Man United held on pretty well for that, that win. It was really vital that this game was won by Eric Ten Hag. Burnley haven't looked anywhere near the side that came up from the Championship last season. They haven't been in good form at all in the start of this Premier League season and Eric Ten Hag really had to take this opportunity to get everybody back on side and to get people back into form and it looks like he did take his opportunities pretty well. But Manchester United fans, here is our writer Rich Fay's review from Inside Turf Moor after the game and then closely followed by Eric Ten Hag's entire post-match press conference and then I'll be joining you in just a minute. 
full time from Turf Moor then, where Manchester United have held on to secure precious three points in the Premier League. Bruno Fernandes has won the strike. The difference for United here in away against Burnley. And to be honest, United probably did just edge this one. I know Burnley had more passes completed, they had better possession on the night, and just edged it in terms of shots. But that was more a reflection of their late push for an equalising goal that, you know, they might feel would have been deserved, but I think United would have been very hard done by had they not won the game tonight. United never really got into those top gears, but they did do enough. Um, there was a few worrying moments early on. United, as usual, seemed to start quite well, but Burnley grew into the game. They hit the post early on, but they never really troubled Andre Onana, who kept a valuable clean sheet tonight, of course, after his howler against Bayern Munich in midweek. United thought they had the lead with Johnny Evans headed the ball in from a corner. That was disallowed because Rasmus Hoyland interfered with Jamie Trafford in an offside position. It was the right decision to disallow the goal, but obviously a bit of a blow for United because they played quite well up to that point, and Johnny Evans in particular, because it would have been his first goal for United in eight years' time. So United then did take the lead just before half-time. It was shades of Rooney to Van Persie when United, United's last title winning goal against Aston Villa in 2013 Johnny Evans of all people with a sensational left footed lofted pass cut open the Burnley defence and Bruno Fernandes playing from his wide right role, role volleyed the ball across goal into the bottom corner United led at half time like we said there wasn't too much more to shout about in the second half a few bright moments with some good interchanging play in the final third but a game which was devoid of real clear cut opportunities and in the end Manchester United like we said probably did do just about enough to, to hold on and get the three points in the end and you know it was always going to be a case tonight of just winning by any means necessary United's ends would have justified the means and the fact they got three points means that it was a, a good enough performance obviously there's huge concerns still for United that they're not controlling these games and they're still not blowing teams away like the other top teams in the league do but after the record United have had this season and the fact they hadn't won away from home I don't think it can be anything other than positive really Hannibal he was another bright spark played the full 90 minutes Johnny Evans man of the match for me although Bruno Fernandes got the official award was slight concern for United though late on Sergio Reguilón went off with an injury. He was placed by Rafael Varane, who started the game on the bench. And then Sofian Amrabat came on. He made his United debut eventually, but it was in an unfamiliar left-back role for the fan a few moments. And it could have been a disastrous debut for him. He conceded a free kick uh, right behind me um, in the dying moments of the game. But United managed to get that cleared, held on for the three points. And like we said, it wasn't vintage. It didn't need to be. United got three points. They hopefully maybe do have lift-off now in the Premier League this season. They've certainly found a way to win a boy from home. After the week they've had, the defeat to Brighton, the defeat in Munich, important to keep the clean sheet as well. And right now, I think United fans will be very happy as they make their way back home and singing songs with an ode to Johnny Evans. Full time from Burnley. Burnley nil, Manchester United won. It wasn't pretty, but it was enough in the end. Eric, how are you? I'm fine. Can I ask you for your, uh, your reaction to that result? I'm, I'm guessing a little bit of relief. This was a must-win, and we knew that. And so and the team responded on the on the pitch, and you could see the togetherness uh, in the dressing room. And it was, I think, a squad performance. What do you think of that goal? <laughs> great goal, eh? and um, it was massive how we outplayed that. Attract over the right, bring the ball back, and then brilliant pass, brilliant movement, and a brilliant fin finish. And an inspired selection of Johnny Evans. Yeah, 
we have problems and in this moment a lot is against us about injuries, decisions and I think we have all seen the examples but then yeah, we are very happy that you have a player as Johnny Evans in the squad he comes in, he's calm, he's composed, he's character and he has a good skill set and yeah, then you, you can even when you have things against you, you can bounce back and then you have the character in the team to do that. Was, was that the place thing about Johnny's performance and the, the way he provided a brilliant assist? It was his, his, his presence in the defence. It seemed like a lot of the players really enjoyed playing with him and his, his style of leadership. Uh, we have seen that in, in the training. So when he was in the summer, I heard he was in, he was... Uh, uh, to train with under 23, I said, uh, said Flats, come bring him in with the first team. Um, maybe you can help us. I already saw in the pre-season uh, the shadow, um, the problems in the numbers in the squad, and then um, you know, we decided uh, to to sign him uh, because I think he can be really contributing in the squad. And today you have seen how massive important he can be. And how did you think Andrew Meshbury did? Yeah, as well. Eh? We brought. Um, some energy in the team, but I, I thought the, the pressing Rasmus Hoyland and uh, Hannibal and togetherness, how they start uh, the moments of the pressing, the timing, I was very good in togetherness with, with Bruno and, and with um, Ressi was, was very good. And I think yeah, we controlled the game um, in that spell because they started the pressing so well. And once they got beaten, uh, there was a recovery. And yeah, Hannibal did that very good. Eric, you think you said on the TV that it, you, you think, think it could be a turning point? It has to be in the sense that after those defeats that everyone's keeps getting, just something to turn it around? Uh, I, I said uh, this is only one win, but what we have seen is, uh, first, uh, that uh, there is togetherness, and uh, there is um, uh, unified, uh, uh, there is a real good spirit in the dressing room. And what we have seen is when you defend with 11 and you do it and in the right moment, you run and you recognize the recovery triggers and then it's very difficult to play against Man United, against this Man United. And that made us last season so hard to beat. That made us last season so many clean sheets. And so it's not a coincidence that we today we have a clean sheet. Mike, um, fans were singing Garnacho's name. Do you think he's maybe a bit unlucky not to not to get games this week? Um, and um, given given some of your other injuries as well. He was he was on the he was in against Munich, and yeah, I thought it, uh, we stand. So uh, our team was playing very well, so I wouldn't change that tonight. Uh, because uh, this game, uh, I think, was a demand to keep that organization. That's why I wouldn't change. And I saw the players were still capable to uh, uh, fit. Uh, the fitness levels were good. The energy was still there. And it was only one no. And so I wouldn't, that, uh, wouldn't change that because I also know that Burnley, uh, they could have only one moment. And in this moment, uh, where everything is against us, uh, uh, we have seen again, uh, disallowed goal, and I don't want to discuss if it's 
is it the right decision or wrong decision? I think it's the right decision. But uh, the, you see, yeah, again a moment, and there were so many moments in the last weeks uh, that it was not on our side. Yeah, I wanted to avoid that and to keep this, this team on because they did well. Uh, last question, James. Eric, when you say must win, what do you mean that by that? And is that reflective of the pressure you've been feeling in <laughs> you made it from it, eh? <laughs> you all. But we know that at United, eh, you have to win every game. Even eh, if you play by Munich, you have to win. And if not, then the criticism is there. We know that eh? as you and as a player at Man United, you have to um, uh, to recognize that eh? you are here to win football games. And yeah, now we and there were tough opponents we had. Uh, but yeah, we didn't get the results, uh, we, we had to. And then you know, then you go to this game that you, and it's never, never easy in the Premier League, are no easy games, then is it a must win. Thank you very much. Really on. Serious injury, Eric. Reggie, how, how bad is he? He was ill tonight. Okay. But you see the resilience he had, he wanted to play, and you see the spirit in the team. Okay. Uh, he wanted to play. Okay, thank you. Huh? Thank you. Thank you. So Manchester United fans, you'll have to let me know on Twitter what you thought of that performance at Sam Hutch MEN. But I mean, there are three main things that I noticed. I thought Hannibal and Hoyland acting as a double in that press was absolutely brilliant. It was a, like a breath of fresh air seeing Hannibal and Hoyland both press properly from the front and getting United on the front foot, even in defence. I thought that was really impressive. The There are... Ongoing injury issues at Manchester United. You know, we saw Varane's return from injury, came off the bench, but he came off the bench as a replacement for another injury to Sergio Reguilon. Reguilon was signed very late in the window as Manchester United needed a backup left-back after the injuries to Luke Shaw and Tyrone Malassia. And now it looks like Reguilon's injured, which means Man United will have three senior left-backs, all with injuries. If Reguilon's is serious enough to keep him out, of a game or two. That is just, I don't really know where it's all come from. It's a huge, huge blow yet again. You know, Man United now don't have an out and out left back in the squad. If Reguilon's injury is as serious as it possibly is. But towards the end of the game, we were seeing another makeshift defence. And, you know, that was a comment, a complaint a couple of weeks ago that we were seeing a defence of Evans and Maguire finishing out a Premier League game in what should be, you know, Man United's fourth and fifth choice centre-half partnership. Shouldn't be seen out a game in the Premier League, really. And now it looks like we might see Manchester United's a really heavily rotated defence. I mean, just off the top of my head, I'm thinking Dallow would probably have to switch to left-back, Lindelof will stay, go to right-back, and then we'll see Varane and maybe Lissandro Martinez. We haven't had an update on what happened to his injuries. But... I think, you know, Evans probably done enough to keep his place in that Manchester United squad today. And I do think he was a real class act at the back. His assist for Bruno Fernandes off his weaker left foot over the top of everybody, just bypassing the entire Burnley side. Over the top to what is an excellent finish, I must say, from Bruno Fernandes is just exactly what Manchester United need from a centre-half. That little bit of 
added class that can see that ball and play that ball and execute it pretty much perfectly onto the toe of a player running in behind, a perfectly timed run from Bruno Fernandes. And in all honesty, I think Evans was the man of the match today, which is just testament to how good he is as a 35-year-old signed on a free this summer. I do think it was a really fantastic performance from Johnny Evans. But Manchester United fans, thank you for listening to this full-time episode of the Manchester is Red podcast. I have been Sam Hutchison and I will speak to you next time. Keep your eyes peeled on all our social channels and our audio channels for the Manchester is Red podcast on Monday with Stephen and Samuel Luckhurst. But Manchester United fans, it is now time to listen to the losing manager on the day, Vincent Company's post-match press conference from the press room at Turf Moor. He said, if I go before Ten Hag, you'll be quicker with your questions because you'll want to, to, to ask a lot of questions to Ten Hag. So I hope it comes through. Yes. Vincent, good evening. How are you? I'm, um, yeah, I'm, I'm like a manager that's lost. I, I wanted more. But um, I also see a good performance, so I have to balance it. At times you did everything but score, didn't you? Yeah, we, we had a couple, I think two or three massive chances, really big chances. I think the one from J-Rod, where he's literally controlling the ball in front of the goalkeeper and, and, and then slices it. The one from Brun Larsen as well, one-on-one -on -one with the keeper, just takes his touch a little bit too far. They're big moments. And then obviously the one from Zeki Amduni that just hits the post and, and rolls out. So I don't think you get many more big chances against a team like United, and, and today we did. Um, but yeah, we, we have to take the positives from it and, and, and learn from the things we could do better. What's the mood in the dressing room after Now these guys, they know. Like, we got the fixture list. I opened up the fixture list at the very beginning and I thought, okay, 14 new... new I'm a rational mind, right? So I thought 14 new, new players. And you open up the fixture list and you see City, United, um, Chelsea, Newcastle, Aston Villa, Tottenham, all within the first 10 games. And you know, OK, this might be a, a difficult start, but especially with a newly promoted team. But if I look at the performance today, then um, our moment will come. Our moment will come. Thank you, Pitch Room. What did you make of the goal? Yeah, well, it's a pass. In behind and then finishes it first time or after a touch. I think um, we work a lot. Uh, we work a lot on these type of moments, so we'll have to work some more on this. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, with the timing, definitely. No, I think I think we had good pressure throughout the game. You know, I don't think we were ever exposed or. Um, for us, if you look at the first two or three games, I don't think it had that kind of vibe to this game. I think we were solid when we had to defend and I think we were um, good when we had the ball. But that one moment is the quality of a Premier League player and you know, um, I could say this is what I would have done, but they have to learn. Thanks, Shereen. I think it was obvious to see that it's a good performance. It doesn't mean it's going to be every game like this. Today was a good performance and we'll have to work hard to, to try and have a good performance in the next game again. But it's not going to be easy ever. Um, 
and and for some that feel okay, do we? Because not everyone knows they belong in the Premier League, right? With that type of team, with a lot of players who are starting their careers in the Premier League, and I hope that it gives them confidence at least, and and then the rest will pay off with hard work. Uh, I hope it's just cramps or, or a little bit of tightness in, in, in his muscle.